0: Welcome to the Pinning Combination Podcast, virtual edition. I'm KJ Pilcher, alongside Dick Briggs and White Schultz. Let's start with uh, with Iowa's uh, dominant victory over Nebraska. You know, one versus six, and uh, uh, I believe Iowa won eight of uh, ten bouts. Uh, no Kemmerer in the lineup, but uh, still. Uh, a real dominating performance over the team that's number six in the country.
1: Yeah, I think that kind of shows you how uh, how strong Iowa is. Um and even uh, uh with with Patrick Kennedy in the lineup, you know, to me, uh with uh with his match with Labrioli or Labriola, I I you know he's a he's a nice solid backup. Um, you know, give him mm-hmm. a give him a year and, and, uh, he'll be, uh, uh, it's kind of like the reload part with him. So.
0: Without a doubt. And I think, uh, uh, we can touch on this right away. You know, Kennedy, uh, it, it was a good match. Got in on a lot of deep shots. Uh, but the, the experience factor, you know, just, uh, you know, some of those positions after you get in on that initial shot is where Labriola just kind of had the edge and ended up turning Kennedy's attacks into his own points, uh, you know, after a little bit of, of work there. Uh, but, yeah, uh, that's something that, you know, uh, coaches and, and video can can fix um, and, and really kind of show you, hey, this is what's different than high school wrestling. This is what this is what you need to do, or this is how you need to, uh, you know, react in these situations. And in the future looks bright if that's uh, uh, if that's going to be um, the Patrick Kennedy we see going forward.
2: Right. I'll just add that uh, I really had no idea what to expect. I, I wasn't familiar with, with uh, Kennedy, and so uh, I would say what I what we saw was encouraging. Um, you know, so. I'll just leave it at that, and we'll see what happens. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen next year as to who will come back and whether he'll he'll find a spot in the lineup next year or not, but that's a long ways off. Let's get to the year,
0: Right. Uh, Spencer Lee was named uh, Big Ten Co-Wrestler of the Week this week uh, with his uh, dominating performance. Uh, handled uh, Liam Cronin, uh, pinned him 121. The one thing that I thought was really interesting was uh, you know, I guess the one thing that people talk about is you know, the tilts that uh, uh Spencer Lee just happens to uh, have his way with. I guess you know, uh, he, he hits those tilts on everybody, you know, they're coming. This time we saw a little bit of a different approach where you know, he went to that uh, the bar arm and, and really uh, dominated on top, and you know. It, it just looks like a, just another layer to, to Spencer Lee. It doesn't have to be those tilts all the time. He has a, a, an arsenal a lot bigger than uh, people might even give him credit for. If, and that sounds kind of weird to say.
1: Yeah, and also, I, uh, I guess part that fascinates me is, you know, every, everybody in the country knows that that's coming. But yet, and, and Cronin even was tucking his arm underneath uh, to, to counter that. And and then to still get uh, the bar arm and and, um, and and his other offense going, uh, it just fascinates me uh, how much how much he can do uh, he, uh, with with his strength and his arsenal. I guess basically arsenal.
2: Mm-hmm. You know, I'll, I'll say this: uh, part of me watches that match. What did it last? Nearly two minutes. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> And uh, 121 41. Yeah, almost two minutes. So, uh, part of me wonders if that match was was won before Cronin ever stepped out on the map. And by that, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, Lee's got a he's got a big shadow. I mean, he's done so much, and there's been so much, you know, uh, press and notoriety and awards bestowed on him. And there's no question he's good. But I I, I don't think Cronin gave his best. And I, I mean, I, that's just my my opinion. But, uh, and I'm not taking any away from Lee. Lee certainly earned that. But, um, you know, so that was kind of the game plan. As you mentioned, uh, Lee wanted to go out and not do the tilt, but do the, the chicken wings and barns and so forth. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's a good game plan. And he w- went out and executed it and it was co uh, wrestler of the week in the Big Ten.
0: Uh, you know, Austin DeSanto, uh, uh tell you, he, uh, he looked sharp against Alex Thompson, 21 to 6. Uh, technical fall uh Jaden ironman um gave up the opening takedown against chad red but came back and won eight to four uh you know you had uh max murin um moving up to 149 and he looked uh uh solid um there nelson brands 13 to 5 victory over taylor Venz. um you know that major against uh um, you know Venz, who's an accomplished eighty-four pounder. Uh, it, did any of those stand out more to more than another? To you guys,
1: uh, I can't hardly. Um, you know, with Nelson, uh, that that is impressive when when you're dealing with uh, somebody like Taylor Venz, and then to major in like that. Uh, uh, it almost. <clears throat> Uh, it was probably more impressive, you know, because I I thought Patrick Kennedy wrestled a good match, but uh, to do this with uh, you know one of the top kids in the country uh, and to major him, uh, uh, so yeah, this he, Nelson was impressive.
2: Uh, for, for me, with I'll kind of run through those that you mentioned with with Desanto. I, I mean, I thought he was dominant. Really did a great job. Tech Paul and Thompson. I do think Thompson is a little small for. 133, is body size, you know, I, I'm sure he'll stay at 133, but, but uh, that was kind of my opinion, just watching it. Uh, Ironman, man, he's a he's a hammer. He is an iron man, sort of, <laughs> also, I, I like that. Uh, Murin handled the, the jump up to 41 real well. It was nice to see Young throw some points on the board, put 17 up there, so that was pretty cool. Uh, we kind of skipped over Marinelli and I want to tell you, I'm, I'm ex- I am I'm was excited to see him back on the mat doing Marinelli things. He's just funny, he's a hammer, he's a bull. Right, and Mm -hmm. so uh, that was fun to see him on there. Um, Grands dominated, did a great job. And uh, I enjoyed his wrestling. Um, Not sure I enjoyed the interview
0: though.
2: (laughs) 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 That was fun there.
1: But you know, going back to uh, Ironman, um, after giving up that opening takedown, I thought, at least my opinion, I thought, he. That was pretty impressive, you know, because uh, after that, um, I don't know if he actually dominated the match, but he controlled the match, or at least I felt he did after Mm -hmm. that. Uh, Maybe it was a little bit of nerves or whatever, uh, because he basically got uh, double legged right off the bat. And uh, uh, but to me, after that point, uh, I thought that that was a nice, solid performance out of him.
0: Yeah, and the one thing i uh, taken away from Ironman's uh, match was catching Red, you know, with a cradle for four points mm-hmm. there. That's something he can do to anybody at any time, and that's what makes him so dangerous. And he's starting to implement those other things basically, um, you know, or, or fundamentally wise, uh that, that makes him more of a complete wrestler and and stuff. He's said it before, kind of the brands helping him with basics leads into his, his other uh, more wide open uh, moves that he can hit, and they kind of complement one another. Um, and I think that was a good example there where, you know, he, he had some basic counter and he turned it into a, a four-point cradle. You know, just like that. And I know it was kind of quick, but um, I think that's indicative of what he's going to bring to the table here uh, moving forward. And I, I agree. Marinelli looks strong in, uh, in his match uh, there at 165. Um, I thought Caleb Young looked more like the Caleb Young of two years ago. Um, you know. Uh, i I thought that was something that maybe he he didn't look quite that sharp a year ago or had some struggles and, and there might have been some things behind the scenes there too that that caused that but I thought this was a Caleb young that looked more like the Caleb young of two years ago when he first took over at 157 and I thought that was a, a good sign for for the Hawks too
2: right and it, it, as far as uh 141 is concerned. Give credit to Red. I mean, I've got to watch Red a lot. He's, I think he's, if not their best wrestler, certainly one of the top two on the team. And, uh, um, so for him to come out and get that first takedown, it's a good wrestler. I didn't, it didn't really surprise me. I thought maybe the fatigue showed at the end, uh, when he was, he was able to get that cradle on and, and yeah, it might've been a quick count, but still got, you know, at least a two and that difference was four in the match. So, um, Mm -hmm. As far as, as, far as uh, um, Young, I, I don't know how, how strong Licking is uh, the, that he wrestled. So, you know, that might have been a factor, too. I mean, I, I think he's pretty decent, but I'm not too familiar with him. Uh, so it's just good to show, you know, get out there and open it up. That's what we're everyone wanted to see, I think, out of Young. So. Yeah.
1: And it really shows you how solid Iowa is when you can basically dominate the number six team in the country like they did. Right,
0: right. Uh, one of the one of the big matchups really uh, actually went Nebraska's uh went M- Nebraska's way, uh, one ninety seven with Eric Schultz and Jacob Warner. Uh, Schultz with a, a late uh takedown, if I remember right. Of course, I was watching. I actually found the BTN in Florida, which was awesome uh by the way
2: not too many uh, big 10 teams in near florida are there <laughs>
0: no nope uh in the heart of sec country um where i was at where i was away from the panhandle the ac where the acc kind of uh dips in at florida state and tallahassee so i was a little ways away from there but uh but still i uh, got to see that um you know uh, that obviously a winnable match there. Um, Schultz just able to come through and 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 finish and and something that uh, you know Nebraska was pumped up about, um, and, and something that uh, uh, Warner just just uh, have to move on and, and build from.
2: Yeah, I'd say both at... 97 and 285, even though that the Cassiopeia won, uh, neither one of them really wrestled wide open. Obviously, Schultz is a good wrestler. And uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, I don't know if the coaches, what they might have said, but I guess I would look to try and open that up a little bit. Um, 285, maybe it was being conservative, knowing didn't want to show too much for, for this mat- match coming up this week. So you never know.
0: Now, uh, speaking, any, any other uh, final thoughts or, or comments from uh, the opener against uh, Nebraska before we talk about what Iowa has coming up this week?
2: Just just that we can confirm that Iowa is good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and
0: I, I'm not exactly sure uh, why Kemmerer was not in the lineup uh, last week he's he's listed on the probable lineups with patrick kennedy again this coming up week but uh, uh that certainly was a surprise uh even even su- a surprise to the uh the big 10 broadcast team because they had uh they kind of featured camera a little bit uh um leading into the duel and uh then ended up uh no camera so uh We'll see. Uh, we'll see if he steps back on the mat this weekend against uh, number fifteen Minnesota. Uh, Minnesota's two and one in the Big Ten. Um, and let's see. Just kind of looking here. Um, it looks like they have, you know, a host of host of ranked wrestlers. Another uh, uh, good matchup. Um, coming in uh, Friday night uh, 8 p.m up at uh, uh, the sports pavilion there in Minneapolis um, you know the 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 one that really stands out uh, the most obviously is is heavyweight mm-hmm. between uh, Cassiope and, and Gable Stevenson and uh, interesting to see the uh, uh, the weekly uh, media, Uh, Availability with uh, Tom Brands And one of the sound bites Was him talking about Gable Stevenson, if he's on your team You love him, Uh, if you're going against Him, uh, you know, not so Much, talked about uh, Stevenson Kind of maybe being uh, uh, Made to be The bad guy, uh, more than he Deserves Um, But, uh, you know, it was was Very uh, complimentary about Just how good of a Wrestler is and, and he's somebody that doesn't doesn't just want to beat you, but wants to beat you bad and doesn't mind beating you bad in front of other people. Um, essentially, was the uh, uh, the message. And in Cassiopeia has his hands full uh, facing Stevenson this week.
2: Yeah, I would say that uh, Stevenson is is flamboyant, outspoken, and good. For yeah. I don't know if any. I mean, he can back it. I don't know if anyone can go with him this year. Seriously, I mean, uh, he kind of shut down in the match against Cassiopeia in the duel last year, whereas I thought he could have opened it wide, you know, wide open. And uh, I mean, I don't even Paris is maybe. I mean, we'll see with Cassiopeia. But as Brand said, he's going to have to do something special, to or insinuated he's going to do something special to to hang with with uh, with Steven. So.
1: But it'll be interesting, you know, with, uh, uh, Minnesota having at least a few ranked wrestlers in there and, uh, and, and, and ranked against ranked to see how, uh, how how they fare as well. You know, I, I can remember, uh, actually when Gable was in high school, uh, I had seen him up in Waterloo and once wondering about workout partners. Uh, I forget what was going on, maybe Northern Plains or something. And, uh, he, he didn't want to work out with high school kids when he was in high school. He worked out with Tony Nelson, uh, if you remember, the national champ out of Augsburg. So mm-hmm. that was his workout partner even when he was in high school.
0: Okay. Wow. wow. See, it, speaking of workout partners, I, I want to say uh, during this last year, uh, I may have seen some social media stuff with him and Brock Lesnar. Um, and one of the things, too, that uh, uh, seeing some pictures or, or video um, on social media of Gable Stevenson, he's, he's even transformed his body a little bit to where he's a little more uh, uh, more solid and kind of cut some of the – not that there was much to, to lean up. But I think he, he looks a lot more solid and leaner um, than last year to, to kind of he was already explosive and athletic and you know, and strong and I mean, he might even be a better version of himself, which is really, really scary.
2: Well, plus didn't he beat Wizdoski this earlier this year? I'm pretty sure I don't know. Did, sure he beat, was, did he beat? Did he beat him? I believe so. Yeah. Wow. Really? I, I'm pretty sure that happened.
0: Okay. So
2: okay. I mean, he's like I said. I, I don't know if anyone can go with him, but we'll
0: find yeah. out. Yeah, I would agree. It it'll be a nice measuring, uh, uh, nice measuring stick for Cassiope to see where he's at, um, and where he needs to grow here, um, going forward. So. But know that's something he's been working towards to try to close the gap between Stevenson and, and Parrish. And, uh, we'll get a good idea of how far he's really come. Yeah, uh, another
2: good matchup I think is uh 157 with Brayden mm-hmm. Lee and, uh, and young mm-hmm. so, watching that one for sure. I think they're both ranked side by side, maybe six, seven, five, six, somewhere in there.
0: Yep. Exactly. So, yep, so those are two, uh, Guys, yeah, you know uh, uh, Caleb Young's had some uh, uh, big moments, but I think the one thing that really opened a lot of uh, Hawkeye fans' eyes was two years ago in Minnesota. Um, I can't remember the gopher he was wrestling. Uh, that's where he he hit the big throw um, at the end of the match uh, for a win over kind of kind of his first uh, real. Uh, notable or marquee win uh, as a full-time starter was up in Minnesota um, in, in pretty dramatic fashion if I remember correctly. So uh, it'll be interesting interesting to see how he uh, how he performs back up there um, again and you know uh, 125 I you, you gloss over it just because yep. you know Spencer Lee, but well, you know Patrick McKee, a, a sophomore. I think a lot of people remember the McKee name uh, with Minnesota uh, athletics. Patrick McKee uh, ranked ninth, so another top ten battle for Spencer Lee. But you know, in most most uh, mostly matches, it's more of a matter of by how much, and instead of who's going to win. So, um, a one forty nine. Uh, one of the wrestlers uh, for Minnesota could be a familiar name to to many Iowans. Uh, Michael Blockus, the former uh, uh, Crestwood, New Hampton, UNI wrestler, um, transferred, um, uh, you know, could be taking the mat for the Gophers at 149.
2: Yeah, he's he's been wrestling varsity for him and at one point in time, was ranked I think maybe high teens or something for that fact. And uh, but I, I think he's had a loss or two that might have dropped him down or out of the rankings. And so yeah, I mean, great wrestler. We got to see him wrestle at Jefferson Jim a couple of times. So um, and then obviously you and I, and then transferred this fall after school had started. So I don't know what th- that was about, but but. Uh, about the time of the U 23s are going on, I think he transferred about that time, which would have been in uh, August or October. You know, let's see, October, I guess.
1: It'll mm-hmm. be interesting to see his. Uh, I guess I don't know if it's a return, but uh, I see track still has him ranked in that high teens, like you said. So uh, with with Mirren, uh, uh, be interesting to see what he can do. I guess I would say uh, let's keep wrestling on the move.
0: All right. Sounds good. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. We'll see you next week.